Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah thoughts, ideas, and messages in all of its wonderful parts and facets. Baruch Hashem, today this is easier than ever before. Please enjoy the following class and the rest of them on my podcast. And follow in order to receive updates daily. Also, please feel free to share this podcast with your friends, family, and neighbors so they could enjoy as well. Now let's move on and learn and grow together. Okay, we're beginning today the third section of Parshas Baha'u'llah. We begin at Perak Yod, Pasuk Aleph, and we extend till Pasuk Lamed Dalet, which is Shishi, actually. We have... Uh, four, three sections and a fourth idea that emerges that I'd like to just focus on afterwards. So the first section that the Psukim deal with here is that HaKadosh Baruch who commands Moshe to have two special silver trumpets made up um, to be used uniquely for him, actually. We learn that these trumpets were uniquely used during the days of Moshe and they were hidden before his death. And these trumpets were used to create a uh, noise that would motivate the people or tell the people that certain things needed to occur. So the psukim go through how the Kohanim would blow these to symbolize certain things. So Rashi sums it all up and he says like this, when they blew a tekiah, so if both trumpets were used, when the Kohanim would blow it, both of them, that would be to, sum, to summon the nation to talk to Moshe at the Ol Moed. If there was one trumpet blown, a tekiah, so that was to summon the Nesim, the princes of the tribes. Both of those, again, like I said, didn't have a teruah at all. When it was time to travel, so they would use both trumpets, and they would have a tekiah and a truah. So they would have both types of blasts to symbolize that it was time to travel. Um, the psukim say also, which Rashi highlights over here, that these trumpets were actually based on the Pasuk Vahibishu and Melech is that they were supposed to be blown in front of Moshe to symbolize to some degree his status as a king as well as Rashi says that the Pasuk says the emphasis here is a reference to the Malchuyah, Zichronos and Shofaros that we do on Rosh Hashanah very interesting, a hint to that in the Torah itself okay, the second section that, that the Psukim here talk about is the travel that occurred following the long encampment at Harsinai. So we know that the Jews reached Harsinai Aleph Sivan of year one, meaning just under two months after leaving Mitzrayim, month and a half actually, and then they left, which the Psukim say in the second year, on the 20th of Iyar. So they were just 10 days shy of 12 months at Harsinai. And on that day it says that they were uh, to journey from Harsinai, eventually encamping in Midbar Paran, which Rashi says, we'll see, there's going to be a story there that got its name, which is also going to be called Kivras Hataiva, based on the incident that occurred in that place. And the Psukim lists for us exactly the order of the travel and how it occurred. And really, this is actually a recap, but a practical application of things that we've learned prior. So the cloud was lifted. As we said, the trumpets were blown, symbolizing time to travel. Moshe implied that Moshe instructed the travel. And then Yehuda traveled first. And then the Psukim say each of the groups that followed 
both the Levim who carried the items of the Mishkan, as well as the Degolim that followed travel. As we've already discussed, actually, this was the practical application following the command and leaving Harsinai to the first stop, which was Midbar Paran, or as Rashi told us, it's also going to be called Kever Sataiva. And we'll learn more about that in the upcoming days. So, and that's exactly what happened. Just one point on this that I just wanted to emphasize, very interesting idea, is that in front of the Jews, you had a cloud, and you also had a aron, which is a unique aron, that traveled in front of them that held the shivrei luchos. So these two items, actually the aron, that, that special aron is going to be mentioned later, but they would prepare and flat, prepare the, the future encampment area, as well as flatten out the land, and Rashi says would also kill snakes and scorpions. Fascinating thing. Because it made travel for the Jewish people comfortable and easy, and then the encampment that would subsequently happen would be already prepared for them. In addition, the two portions of, of, of Levim, which was Merari and Gershon, that held the uh, structure of the Mishkan would travel in front so that they would have the Mishkan set up so that when Kehas would arrive with the holy items like the Aron, it already had a place to go. So it was a perfect system that they had worked out over here in terms of travel and the uh, subsequent camp camping. Okay, the third section of the Parsha here is a conversation between Moshe and Yisro. So Moshe tells Yisro when they're about to travel that it's going to be a three-day travel and we're going to go into Eretz Yisrael. Rashi actually says that it was a one-day travel, that in three days Hashem made sure they would travel so quickly like one day because he wanted to get them into Eretz Yisrael as soon as possible. We're actually going to talk about tomorrow how they complained about this. But Hashem's intent was he wants to get them into Eretz Yisrael. That was the plan. 20th of the year, they're going to leave Har Sinai, travel straight to Eretz Yisrael, a three-day travel, which they ended up covering in one day, at Kfitza Saderech, and then they would go straight into Eretz Yisrael. We know it didn't work out that way based on the future stories of complaints and the culminating in Shlach, which had to do with the Miraglim. We'll get there later. But the point is, he tells Yisrael, come along with us and settle in Eretz Yisrael. It's going to be good for you. Now Yisrael responds that he has to go back to his land, either Rashi says for his properties, or because of his family, which elsewhere Rashi tells us is to Megayer B'nai Mishpachtai, the people of his family. Now Moshe actually says is that there's going to be a property in Eretz Yisrael set aside for you, which is the area of Yericho, until the Shevet who builds the Beis HaMikdash will actually claim it, but in the meantime it's set aside for you and your descendants, and that's what ended up happening as, as is discussed in the Nevi'im, is in Yeshua, that the descendants of Yisro ended up living there. And the, uh, this section finishes, Til Shishi, like we said before, that they traveled for three days, eventually they landed, which we'll discuss more tomorrow, uh, in, Mid, in Midbar Paran or Kibras Taiva. we'll get to that all tomorrow. But one thing that I just wanted to emphasize here throughout all of this is, it's an amazing thing. You think about millions of people traveling through a barren wasteland, and how is that possible to do such a thing without disorder, without uh, lack of uh, lack of organization? And the answer is, is that Hashem made it that there was a perfect system they had worked out. Whether that was how they traveled, how they encamped, how they knew what they were supposed to do based on these trumpets that would give them instruction, or Moshe getting direct uh, revelation from Hashem what's supposed to be done. But there was a perfect system they had worked out over here. And by that, it seems like this would allow millions of people to travel and encamp in the desert 
uh, despite the fact that, as we'll learn later, they had their own opinions too. The people were complaining about different things. But because of this system that Hashem had set up for the Jewish people, things were done in a logical and also very miraculous, as we mentioned prior, uh, sort of way. And this is how they traveled throughout the desert. Okay, we're going to stop here. Be'ezer Hashem will pick up tomorrow, uh, continuing on in this discussion about their travels and the specific locations and the complainers. Exciting stuff. Everyone have a wonderful day.